You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. Thank you guys for joining me for another week in quarantine. We will get through this together. For this episode, I really wanted to check in with some of my previous guests, some faves from past episodes of Naked Beauty, and just hear how they're doing. I also focused on people that are kind of freelancers or beauty professionals, people that don't have a typical nine to five job. So we've got Alicia, aka the hair artiste. She opened a salon called The Way in Lower Manhattan. It's only been open for a year. So I wanted to hear what it's like for her coping during this time. But we also play a very fun game in this episode. I ask all of the guests, what could you do on your own beauty wise versus what should you leave up to the professionals? And I go through everything from hair coloring, cuts. Is this the time to do dermaplaning? Can you do your own nails? What are some tips you have for deep conditioning hair masks? And spoiler alert, Alicia is not here for people coloring and cutting their hair at home unless you are prepared to pay the consequence. I also talked to Vic. You guys may remember her from her episode from student to stylist to influencer. She's one of my favorite influencers to follow. She goes by Vic Styles and she just has some really amazing tips about how she's been able to figure out her beauty routine at home. She actually does dermaplaning at home and she has a game-changing tip about how to do your own nails that I was like, why have I never thought about that? She also shares some of her favorite sweatpants at the moment, but also just gives some very real down-to-earth advice about what self-care really means in this moment. And then last but not least, we have the lovely and amazing Raisa Flowers, makeup artist, icon. On her first episode, if you guys remember back when she was on the show, we learned about what it's like being backstage doing makeup with Pat McGrath and doing Fashion Week and doing these editorial, incredible, incredible images. Since she's been on the show, actually, her makeup was featured on the cover of Garage Magazine with Zendaya. So she's doing legendary work, but I really wanted to know what it was like for her as a makeup artist during quarantine. But she also gives some amazing tips about how you should maybe use this time to start going through your makeup, maybe toss out things that are expired. I learned from her in this episode, mascara only lasts three to six months, which is like, what? I have so much old makeup that I need to get rid of. So this episode is a real eye opener. She has lots of other great tips. All of the women on the show give great 
tips. But beyond all of the tips and tricks in this episode, I really want you guys to think of this episode as a check-in with girlfriends. I found talking to these women to be so therapeutic and so fun. And just to learn how we're all figuring it out during this time, how we're all waking up in the morning. Are we wearing pants? Are we wearing bras? How are we taking care of ourselves? Now, I should say, this is some real talk for you guys, podcaster to listening audience. I was very upset with myself because I tried a new way of recording for this and I couldn't figure out how to plug in my mic. So I ended up recording it with these headphones that I had. And I was like, oh, the audio quality is just not going to be what I want it to be. And everyone's audio didn't turn out as beautifully as I would have hoped it would be. Even my audio at times is not great. You know, as a podcast host, I should probably have good, clean audio. But alas, I don't want that to discourage you from getting into the conversation that we're having on this podcast episode. It's great conversation. The audio is not what it always is. And I apologize for that. And I will fix it. And it won't happen again because I've diagnosed the problem. So you don't have to worry about it for future episodes. In fact, because I'm so self-conscious about sound, if you're listening to this episode, if you get like an hour into this and you're enjoying the conversation, despite my mic sounding crappy at times, please just DM me at Naked Beauty Planet and assure me that it's not that bad. And it's going to make my week so much better. Even if just one person DMs me and tells me, Love the conversation. Don't worry about the audio. I will be, ugh, you don't understand how much better I will sleep at night. My big takeaway from this conversation is that we're all getting through this time in the best ways that we can. And we're learning to care for ourselves in different ways. And we're learning to show up for ourselves in different ways. Which brings me to today's sponsor. Self-care and routine are always important. But now more than ever, Whatever you're using to get ready for the day should make you feel amazing. So have you guys heard of this brand called Billy? They've recreated everyday essentials by delivering premium razors and high-performing body care directly to you. No pink tax, no visit to the drugstore, no breaking the bank. Go to billy.com to get their starter kit for just $9. That includes their award-winning razor, two refill blades, a magnetic holder that keeps your razor safe, in dry between uses, you guys know there's nothing worse than when your razor falls all the time in the shower and it breaks. They have a little magnetic holder, so that's never going to happen. In addition to their razor, Billy is about to change way more than the way you shave. They just released three completely clean must-have products to add to your routine. Lip balm, dry shampoo, and face wipes. So stock up on those. I actually tried the Billy razor when it was first launched. So I was a fan way before they sponsored Naked Beauty. Here's the thing. I used to always buy drugstore razors. I would just go to CVS and buy the, you know, razor just off the counter. And now looking back, I was really playing myself because I didn't know how much better the shaving experience could truly be. The Billy razor glides on your skin and leaves your legs so silky smooth. It's actually in same. Even when I shave my legs with this, I like force my husband. I'm like, feel how smooth my legs are. Feel how smooth. He's like, okay, yes, they're very smooth. I get it. But I'm like, but like, do you really get it? Like touch them again. Shaving with this razor and following up with my homemade shea butter with lavender and neroli is actually my idea of a perfect self-care moment. So go to billy.com to meet the razor that made everyone start talking about razors. 
They're an Allure Best of Beauty winner and on Nylon's Beauty hit list for a reason. And express a little love to Naked Beauty. Go to billy.com slash naked. It's a very small way that you can help support the podcast while getting the best razor you will ever own. And it's just $9 to get your starter kit, plus free shipping always. Go to billy.com slash naked. And it's spelled mybilly, M-Y-B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash naked. Okay, let's get into the show. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts, not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I am here with some of your faves from previous episodes of Naked Beauty. We've got Alicia here, also known as the Hair Artiste. She's starting a podcast soon, which I'm excited to talk to her about. We've got Vic Styles here, one of my favorite influencers. You guys love this episode. She talked about her journey from being a student to becoming an amazing influencer. And we have the very, very talented makeup artist, modeled, overall artist, Raisa Flowers on the line. So I'm so excited to catch up with the ladies about how we have all been coping in the time of coronavirus. It's such a strange time for all of us, but it's also a time for more self-care and more reflection. So I'm really excited to catch up with all of the ladies. So first and most importantly, I want to hear how all of you guys are doing personally, but I also want to hear how your businesses are doing, how your brands are doing, how you're basically figuring it out during this time of quarantine. Alicia, I'll start with you. How's life? I've been closed or the salon has been closed for, I'm going in my fifth week. Wow. I've actually closed business. For me, we were just about to celebrate our one year anniversary and it, it was just kind of a moment of like being really honest with myself and really having to put things in a very unique perspective because it was about keeping my family of clients safe as well as myself safe. So that was a really hard decision to make. It was just different. You know, you you prepare so many other for so many other things as a business owner, but this is a different type of level of safety. I'm always thinking about keeping everyone safe. This is just on another level. Absolutely. And we should say, sorry, we're all in New York City. So, and I know that coronavirus has affected everyone all over the world, but New York has just been hit on a totally different level. And when I closed, it wasn't, it wasn't so wide scale, I don't think. I don't think as many people were really like, oh, like something's really going to happen. I closed probably two weeks before things were really enforced in the city. So, I mean, from there, business in that sense has completely stopped. So to be a business in your first year open as a Manhattan business owner is definitely interesting. 
so every day since has kind of just been like, all right, well, at the end of the day, I'm an artist. And once upon a time, as a starving artist, I would wake up and hope I had a photo shoot to go to, or hope I had a few clients that day. So it's um, a bit reminiscent from how my life was not all that long ago, you know? So it's just kind of like, all right, well, what did you used to do? How did you used to fill your time? What were you eating at that point? A lot of that time for me was when I birthed a lot of my habits and, you know, a lot of clean eating or painting or drawing or sculpting or, you know, whatever I could do to keep my mind busy. So I've been doing a lot of that. That's great. And I guess you're saying you've kind of been here before. It's not an entirely new space. But it's a a space that's very uncomfortable because if you're someone that's an artist or has chosen to be an artist that solely only produces an income or eats because of your craft. And then you've worked so hard to not be in that predicament on such a stressful scale to be back in it could be very triggering for a lot of people, myself included. So it's one of those things where you really have to mindfully wake up and be like, all right, today might not be that great of a day. I'll let myself do that as long as I try a little harder tomorrow. Yeah. Just taking it day by day. That's so real. There's no formula to this, you know? (laughs) What about you, Vic? How are you personally doing at this time? But also how is your kind of overall like business as an influencer being affected by this? I'll start with personal and then I'll talk about the business influencer side of it. Personally, and, and this is something that like last week I was talking to my therapist about that I had to get comfortable in saying, personally, I'm doing great. And I felt weird saying that because I know so many people are not. And when I was speaking to my therapist, she was like, yeah, but you have to hold space for both. You can be doing great and also be hurting for people that you love and care about and for the entire world. Like there is space for both. That's deep. I appreciate that because I have felt guilty for exactly what you said. It's nice to let go of that guilt. Right. I can definitely relate to what Alicia was saying. I come from a freelance background. I've never had a nine to five. You know, I've always kind of hustled and been very adaptable when it came to the struggle. And so for me, this is kind of like that. If I don't work, I don't eat. You know, there is no paid time off. There is no, oh, you can lay in bed and be sad for five weeks for me personally, because if I do that, I'm losing money. I'll lose the roof over my head. I'll lose the food that's in my mouth. So I've had to come up with new ideas to kind of sustain myself, um, which like goes into the influencer thing. One, I'm, I'm really blessed and lucky to work in the digital space. Like online businesses, if you look at the numbers, are booming right now because people are getting their groceries delivered. People are getting their liquor delivered. People are doing home workouts with all of these apps. And those companies are still utilizing influencers to get the word out about their service. So I have still been working. I also teach an online course. People are at home bored. They don't have anything to do. So my course sales have skyrocketed. Yes, good. And then in November, I started writing a zine that was already going to be released in April anyway. But the response has been really great because again, people are are at home and they're like, I'm tired of Netflix. Can I, can you give me something to read? So for me right now, business has honestly probably been better than it has before. Interesting. 
Okay, Raisa, I'm curious to hear from you how it's been, because as a makeup artist, so much of your work involves being in person with your clients, some, similar to um, some of what Alicia was talking about. But I also saw you did like a beauty tutorial with Dazed. So I'm interested to hear how, one, you're personally doing, but also what it's been like for your business. It's kind of been hard in a sense, because other than the Dazed video, I'm not making any income right now because like you said everything I do is based on like touch or working on set or doing shoots or just working in the physical but my friend came to me and was like oh maybe you should start like working with brands and collabing and just doing collaborative work in the next few weeks or however long we're gonna be in um quarantine But I've been taking up a few things, but I don't feel like a lot of people are coming to me with the, you know, the money and the things that I really need. So it's been hard because for me, when I have like the back and forth of like, you know, we have this, which I know I'm worth another thing. It's like I have to like look and be like, tell myself no, because it's like even if I'm home right now and I'm not making anything, I don't want to find myself just being stuck or, you know, just stressed about money or the whole, you know, situation right now, because I do have some income coming in from the time that I did work a lot of it. So I'm good for a little while, but it's going to get, I know it's going to get scary. So I have to like, you know, just really figure out in time what I really want to do. And I've been like just working on myself and just spending a lot of time. Like I just been doing home workouts and like reading, you know, I've been able to do things that I wasn't able to do before. And that's like eat a meal at home or cook food or get up and make breakfast. It's nice because I haven't had that opportunity in a long time. But it's also scary at the same time because I do miss working and I miss the physical touch of makeup. Because as much as I like doing my own makeup, I like doing other people's makeup as well. And that's where I'm like stuck in this whole box and this whole like back and forth with myself. Like, how long can I take this? And just being at home for a long period of time can just be a little stressful. So that's one thing that's just getting to me. That's so real. And I appreciate that perspective, right? So I think all of us have been super busy in our you know, previous lives and traveling all the time. And there's something so nice about being able to wake up and make breakfast for yourself and then make lunch for yourself. But this brings me to my next question. I want to get really real about how everyone is holding on to their morning routine. Are you guys getting dressed in the morning? Are you wearing makeup during the day? Are you even wearing pants? How are you guys putting yourselves together each day? I think every day is really interesting. Some days there's pants. Some days there's no pants. Some days... <laughs> That's real. You know, like, I also have, like, a cute little rotation. You know, I'm like, this is my outdoor sweatshirt that, you know, if I have to run to the market, you know, it's, like, very... These three items are the same three items you will always wear to the market. So it's like, Raisa said, really, we're, we don't get to make three meals a day at home. So if I can start my morning... And I'm feeling a little, you know, on top of the world, then yeah, I'm going to make this incredible breakfast. If I'm not, I'm going to be like, I feel like shit. I'm going to make pancakes because those will make my life so much better because any day that starts with pancakes is a good day. And whether those pancakes are at 8 a.m. or at one in the afternoon, 
you know, whatevs. Right. <laughs> it's really just trying to keep a balance because it's easy to get really sad and it's easy to get a middle ground. And sometimes being happy every single day is really just not realistic. So if you can be aware of those other levels of terrain and if it takes like a tasty snack to like make you feel better then like go for it. hundred percent agree. What about you, Vic? Okay. First, what are pants? I don't, I don't even know what that word means anymore. <laughs> what are, what are pants? What are bras? Like I can't even remember the last time I had on a bra. Listen, I don't know what, what the hell pants are. I have invested in some really like comfortable underwear sets. It's weird. Cause I don't know, like on a normal day, like sans pandemic, I'm not wearing a bra outside. But because I've been in the house, I've been ordering these really cute like bralettes with like matching underwear. And so wait, from where? Tell us the brands. So Free People has like this new intimacy collection. I've really been loving them. Also Richer Poorer. I really love their sets. And then there's a Canadian brand called In Soft Focus. And there's, yo, I've never felt underwear this soft before. And they're made out of bamboo, fully sustainable. Love it. Obsessed with them. Um, So yeah, I've been like lounging around in underwear. As far as makeup, again, same with the pants. I don't really know what makeup is right now. I don't know what a brush is right now. I'm, (laughs) I'm just really out here, you guys. I will say that like I have been maintaining like, some normalcy in my morning routine. Mornings are really important to me. So I have kind of been waking up early still. Um, I've been meditating, I've been journaling, and then I'll make like coffee or tea. But I have found myself like kind of lagging when it comes to like jumping right into work. Normally, because I work from home anyway, normally work would start around 9am. Lately, it's been starting at like noon or 1pm. Like I've been way more connected on social media than I normally would be. That makes sense. And Raisa, I'm so curious to hear for you, like, are you putting on makeup? Are you just like, I know you're into your skincare too. So are you just like focusing on your skincare? Are you like serving us like quarantine looks? Because I know in your usual day to day, there's always a look. Surprisingly, no, actually, I've been not wearing any makeup. Wow. I've been trying to keep up with my skincare routine. Like sometimes I feel like that's the next thing I'm trying to like really get into because I, I've been having my little outburst of things that I want to do. So I haven't gotten into my makeup. Like only when I did like a video or if I have to go on live or something, I'll do a little something. But lately I've been like feeling my fresh face, getting up in the morning. I am going to pick a few days. I'm actually going to do a surprise live for Instagram, a makeup tutorial. So I'm preparing for that. And also I just been, you know, just at home chilling. Like Vic said, I've been buying all these like lingerie moments online and I'm not even wearing them. I just have them like a whole little cute stuff from Savage Fenty that I just like randomly went on there. And I just even though I work with them, I just went on there and just bought a bunch of stuff because I wanted them. I was just like, I need this. I need this. I need this. And now I'm just keeping them. But I also been like getting up in the morning, making these nice breakfasts. Like I've been taking my this time to like just like work on my health and my um body and stuff. And I've been reading. I bought a whole bunch of books, like all these different 
different types of books about business, about being black, about all these different, you know, women, feminists, like all these different things. So I'm going to try to like get into that because my goal is to at least read a few books now that I'm in quarantine because before I wasn't able to. So now I'm going to be able to focus on that. And I haven't really been going off on the makeup either like crazy. When I work out, I sweat a lot. So I was like, when I do my skincare, it ends up in my eyes. So I've been like really careful about that too. It's like uh, a whole thing. But I sometimes have a day when my sister and I will do a mask together or we'll do this. But next week, I'm going to try to like go online and see what I really want because I've been seeing you and a whole bunch of other people just posting all these skincare moments. And I'm like, nah, I need this. It sounds like you're really making the most of quarantine. And I love your point about having time to actually read a book. I haven't had time to sit down with a book in so long, and I am just savoring that now. Okay, I really want to ask you guys what you're all doing for your personal self-care during this time. Are we drinking teas? Are we taking baths? Are we watching lots of things on Netflix? For me personally, my big self-care thing used to be cooking. But now that you're cooking three meals a day, it doesn't feel like this fun, delightful thing to do anymore because dishes are so real. I love doing my homemade face masks, but I want to hear from you guys what you're doing for self-care during this time. I think number one is hydration for me. I either try to have tea, sometimes tea with honey, sometimes tea with fresh ginger, or just hot water and ginger and honey. Just trying to keep everything hydrated. You think better when you're hydrated. You feel better when you're hydrated. Um, You sleep better when you're hydrated. So that's a really big thing for me because normally I'm at the salon for 12 to 14 hours a day. And to be quite honest, no one really wants to watch me sip water in the middle of their haircut. Like <laughs> I, a lot of, I would watch you sip water. We want you hydrated. But it's it's one of those things, right? If I if I stop for ten times throughout your service to drink water, you're like, seriously, ten times. So it's just one of those things that when you're trained for years to get the service done to put the client first, oftentimes hydration only happens in between clients. Wow. I never thought of that. That's so interesting. Yeah. And sometimes for me, my clients are back to back to back to back to back. Or we just forget, right? I'm putting the person in my chair before myself because that's what um, you know I've been hired to do at that time. So water might not be number one on the menu. So while I'm home, that's been number one. When I shower, I use mint or if I bathe, I use mint. And what that's going to do is just going to allow the steam to force you to breathe. Like mint essential oil or fresh mint? If you could do both, if you don't have the the oil of peppermint or mint or eucalyptus or something that is super aromatic, just do a few droplets in your shower or your nice. Tongue. Yeah, it's going to remind you to breathe because at this point we're all just reacting to something that's bigger than all of us, and sometimes you don't realize, oh my god, I'm not breathing like I should be or as deeply as you would like to or Maybe you're just not centered. And a lot of times being centered is more of like if you're doing yoga or you do bar or uh, you've done ballet or something like that, you know how to find your center and it just kind of calms you down a bit. So if you're not someone that necessarily knows how to do that in, in a quick you know, circumstance, having the mint or eucalyptus is really just going to kind of get that rocking for you. So that's really helpful. And the third thing that I've been doing is just trying to feed my brain as much as possible. So I'm trying to be really mindful of what I'm consuming. 
So I'm a big documentary person. So I, I've been watching like every single documentary I can get my hands on as well. And wait, you got to You got to tell us the documentaries. You know, I love a good documentary. So there's this great documentary on this woman. I believe you pronounce her name Hilda. She was married to basically the president of the Philippines. And this was in like the seventies. So this lady was top of the food chain, billions, gowns, thousands of shoes, all these elaborate things. And it's really just like the rise of her and her husband as well as their fall. And it's just a really interesting perspective. Sounds glamorous. Glamorous, but jarringly real. Because then you have to see how her marvelous lifestyle and glamorous lifestyle affected everyone in their whole country. Wow. What's the documentary called? It's The Kingmaker, I believe. Okay. Putting it on my list. I just started Unorthodox, which is oh, on... so good. Netflix. Yes. Um, and as someone that's in the hair world, I try to be as informed um, as I can for anyone or any women in particular that have major psychological changes that are forced on them, especially to yes. hair. It's so interesting. The Hasidic women, I knew that they wore wigs, but I didn't know that their heads were shaved under the wigs. That was like new information to me. Yeah. It's similar to the military. Yeah. Wow. It's like a complete reprogramming and it's not necessarily with your, at your will. It's pretty much again, you know, you, you know what you signed up for in both scenarios, but you don't necessarily know what it's going to do with you mentally. Oh, and then one more that everybody should definitely watch is this incredible documentary on um, Princess Diana. Ooh, I love a Princess Diana documentary. This is the most incredible one that I've ever seen, though. Like, it's all, it's called In My Own Words, I think. Oh, I saw this one. I think it's on HBO. I saw it, I think, on Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay. All I can say is, wow. And a little bit more, wow. And hmm Okay. We're going to add that to the list. <laughs> okay. Vic, what about you? What are you doing for self-care during this time? I feel like every moment that I spend during this time, not just me, all of us, I feel like every moment that we all spend during this time is self-care. Like we are literally self-preserving right now. Not going out of the house is an act of self-care. Getting out of the bed is an act of self-care. Laying in bed all day and crying is also an act of self-care. But me specifically, I feel like I'm taking extra time. Whereas normally, if I have, let's say like I have four events to go through Monday through Thursday, I'm kind of like rushing to get ready, rushing to do my hair, my makeup. And now instead of, you know, an hour and a half, which encompasses like shower, hair, makeup, getting dressed, that whole hour and a half is being spent on just like actual care. Like I'm exfoliating my body more. I'm like, rubbing all the oils and lotions like all over, but like slowly and very intentionally just like spending time with my body and myself and my mind. I'm also watching all sorts of shows. I never watch TV. I know this sounds really weird, but I literally, the only like show that I've watched in the past like four years is Game of Thrones. Not have what? Not, like have That's not insane. watched. What about Insecure? Don't watch Insecure. I don't How watch can any- you not watch Insecure? I don't watch anything, Brooke. It's weird. Like, and I've been like that since I was a kid. I never really liked TV. Okay. Um, I would always like prefer to write or okay, fair. read or be outside. I love to be outside. Like, I love to be in a park. I love to go hiking. But now, oh my gosh, 
it's like whole world's opened and I'm watching <laughs> the most trash shows ever. Oh my and God. I love tell it. Us. Like, How could I have been missing this? Tell us so, what you're watching. Tell us the, the garbage first, you're watching. The first series that I watched on Netflix was Tiger King. Oh, I, yeah. I told you. It's literally watching the bottom of the barrel. That's <laughs> the bottom. It's so entertaining. I you're like, what are it. these people doing? Oh my God. And so then another show, Don't Fuck with Cats. Oh my God. Wow. You got like, you got like some really dark, <laughs> really dark content to, to ease yourself in. Yeah. Don't Fuck with Cats is really disturbing. Oh my God. I've never seen anything like that in my life. And so now I'm like, all over social media telling everyone like please watch this oh my show God. aside from that i've been cooking a lot more which like you said in the beginning i mean i guess i do like look at it as self-care and then the dishes happen and then that's when i'm like why did i cook three meals today yeah um, so yeah like i said I, I think that this entire time whatever i'm doing whatever you guys out there are doing like consider everything self-care at this point even if you're working non-stop and you're just trying to make money and make a living that's still an act of self-care at the end of the day i totally agree so well said Okay, Raisa, what are you doing for self-care in this moment? Besides like working out and treating your mind to new books and new ideas, but is there anything else you're doing for self-care? I know you mentioned you were with your sister, which I think is so sweet, but yeah, tell us what you're doing for self-care. The cooking is really the the nice self-care moment, cooking with my sister. That makes me feel good and cooking for my family has been nice, even though the dishes, the kitchen, everything is crazy because I feel like a stay-at-home mom where I'm like every second like cleaning up something, wiping down something, doing all these things. But it's been nice to like have these meals and just have this moment. That for me is self-care because like Alicia said, when you're working all day, you're doing certain things, you're on a go thing where you don't want people to be like judging you when you're on set or when you're working about how much water you're drinking or how much uh, food you're eating, you're like eating fast. And I realized that really messed with like the way I was, my body was and how I was functioning. I realized that I wasn't able to eat a lot or I was eating really less or I was overeating or just not eating at, at all or eating at certain times. And it messed with like my head and like I was getting like headaches and everything. So it's been nice to like really go back into that and like eat all my veggies and my foods and stuff that I really love. And I've been drinking a lot of tea too. I normally love tea and I drink a lot of it, but I've now became like this crazy tea person. Like I've been outside like four or five times only to the grocery store and every shopping trip I buy like four to five boxes of tea. So you should realize how many different types of tea I have about 30 types of teas right now. And it's been nice to like go back and forth and just like I've been drinking a lot of throat coat, a lot of like ginger teas. I've been also like boiling ginger, garlic, lemon, honey and cinnamon together and just having that as a drink for my immunity and then also just like I bought a blender, so I'm hyped for that. That's like super hype. And I've been massaging my body a lot with this massage ball that I have. And that feels good. I like that. 
I love that. Talking to you guys this past hour and hearing how you've all been coping has been super therapeutic for me. So I hope the listeners feel this too. Okay, this next topic is a very hot topic for the naked beauty community. Everyone is dying to see the beauty professionals in their life. They're dying to get their nails done. They're dying to get their hair done. We want professionals to help groom us. So I'm going to ask you guys by category what you think you can do at home versus what you should leave to the professionals. And if you think you can do it at home, what are some tips and tricks to do it well? I'm going to start with hair. So Alicia, I'm going to come to you first. Hair trimming. Is this something you can do on your own or leave to the pros? So when it comes to hair trimming, there's two ways to look at it. If you feel the need to self-trim at home, then also be mindful and take responsibility for the haircut that you will absolutely need to (laughs) correct or enhance or pull it all together. You know, it's like every action has a reaction. My thing is, is if, if you are in dire need and you're like, you know what? I've been connecting with myself while I'm home. I'm allowing myself to live my truth and get reacquainted with myself. I have this different schedule or I'm I'm not used to being a parent at home with multiple children. You know, if you're just learning new realities about who you are and the haircut feels right, then go for it. But own it, be confident in it and transform and allow it to happen. You're not a professional, so you have to accept that. You know, if, if you were a professional, it'd be a little bit different. I've been at home for days at a time. I've cut all my hair off. I've colored it a different color every single month. But at the same time, I had to own it and I had to correct it. And a lot. Of- and you're also a professional. Right. But it, it still takes, you know, you still have to correct it. So my thing is, is the price tag is always going to change. You know, I have people that I'm sure are going to color their hair you know, and I'm crossing my fingers and toes that they don't, but I'm not going to judge them when this is over. I'm more just like, all right, back to square one. You know how this goes. You know, I've, I've, I'm always transparent with my family of clients anyways. I think it's more of just like, look, if you're going to do it, own it. Okay. Well, you've actually tapped, you've tapped into the next question, which is hair color, but you think same thing with hair color and hair trimming. Like if you're going to do it at home, just own it. Yeah, I also like I have like my mom and my boyfriend's mom, they both have silver hair and it's they have roots and they're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm over here like, just let it be natural. I got you. Like, (laughs) take your time. Don't worry. I can make the most beautiful things, you know, when this is over. And I think for me, that's all I want to tell everybody because I love a transformation. Also, none of us are coming out of these houses the way that we went in. Like we have the opportunity to completely reinvent and no one can say a word. If you went in with long hair and you come out with short hair, we got that. If you went in with short hair and you've now been letting it grow for all these weeks and you decide, I want a cute little bob, we got that. Like there's just so much room to be so honest with ourselves and say, hey, you know what? Am I happy with the way that I was looking before? You know what? I wasn't. All right. So how can I work this out? Maybe I just need to give myself some space. Yeah. I'm curious to hear from Vic and Raisa. Hair trimming and hair color. Do you think leave it, do it, you can do it at home or leave it to the pros? 
So for me, um, I just took my braids out yesterday. Was it yesterday or day before yesterday? I think yesterday. I had braids this whole time. Thank God I didn't have to deal with my hair. But I took my braids out and I realized I need a trim. Like my ends are really split. So I immediately hit up my stylist and I was like, hey, do you think it's safe for me to trim at home or should I wait for you? And she was like, honestly, you may not be able to see me till June or July. I haven't had a trim since November. Oh my God. June or right. July. June so or far. July. Yeah. Right. I haven't had a trim since November. My dad um, had brain surgery in December and another brain surgery in February. So I was like home a lot. So I wasn't able to get a trim then. Um, and she was basically like, I'll send you a link to some shears. She sent me a video that she recorded herself, like telling me and showing me how to do it. I haven't done it yet, but I am going to trim my own ends. This will be my first time ever doing it. I'm not going to give myself like a whole new shape or a whole new haircut, but like my, my dead ends, my split ends, I am going to cut just because for me and my texture of hair, like, well, not even just my texture of hair, the split ends are going to damage my hair. And so I want them gone. As far as coloring goes, I'm not going to, I don't color my hair anyway. Sometimes I'll play around with henna but I'm not going to color it. I understand having grays. I understand like if you have roots, but at the same time, who's going to see, like, where are you going? Like, where? <laughs> right. That's another like, great like, point. Like, where are we actually going where people are going to see that our hair is shitty right now? Like, we're not going anywhere. So I think that like, you can just wait it out instead of wasting the time and the money and the energy, just give it a break. And then when outside opens again, Make an appointment with your stylist. Raisa, I know you have experimented with color throughout your life. I'm curious for you, hair trimming or hair color, do you think you can do it at home or leave it to the professionals? For me, actually, a lot of my hair coloring, I was done on my own because my hair was so short that I was able to do it. And um, I've learned through trial and error how to color my own hair personally without um, damaging it or, you know, figuring out the methods. But the last time I had my hair colored, it was red. And my friend did it for me, who is a colorist. So I was just like, you know, I had that experience and I learned like what I shouldn't and shouldn't be doing to my hair. But I also really thought about cutting all my hair off uh, a few days ago because I'm just like, I really don't want to have to style it. I have like some braids, like wig braids right now that my friend did for me because I um wanted them like really quick. This is like the beginning of quarantine. I had her come over and she like just braided it down for me. But I'm like over my little wig because my other wigs are frontals and I don't know how to put on frontals on my own. So I'm not even going to stress myself. But I don't know. Trimming my hair is one thing. I'm not going to trim my hair myself because I don't want to cut too much off. If I'm going to cut my hair off, I'm going to cut it really short or really manageable, like a really manageable length. But I can wait on that. That's not really a stress for me. It's just the styles, especially if I'm going to be doing videos at some point. And if we are in quarantine for a long time, I want to be able to change my hair up. So I might cut it and bleach it or go bald and bleach it and just do that for a little bit. But I'm thinking about it. I'm just so used to getting my hair done and my nails and things done. I don't like kind of doing things myself. Only thing I like doing myself is my makeup. It's a lot, but I can manage. Yeah, we're all going to just have to find a way. 
In terms of deep conditioning treatments for your hair, I feel like this is a good time to do hair care. Um, as Alicia, you said, like coloring is not necessarily hair care. Do you guys have any deep conditioning masks you really like, whether it's store-bought or something you make at home? Like, what do you like to really like nourish your hair? Vic, you just took out your braids. So did you do anything when you had that whole takedown process? Like what are your hair mask kind of faves? I love cold pressed castor oil. That has been my jam since the beginning. And I pretty much I've tried to equip as many of my clients with it as well. That's a big one. I think right now, I think it's just as much as people are worried about deep treatments. I think it's really important to keep your scalp clean because if your scalp isn't clean, the deep treatment isn't going to actually do anything. And it's pretty clear. And most of us are not washing our hair every day and potentially not even every week. So um, I think the making sure your scalp is clean and your hair is clean and then you do the deep conditioning is, is really key and yeah, not seen, wetting your hair every day. Yeah. I've seen some people deep condition on like dirty hair or like they'll put on a deep conditioning mask before they've even shampooed their hair. And that's always confused me because I feel like doesn't your hair need to be clean to really absorb it? Yeah. It's, it's counterproductive. You just wasted all of that deep conditioner. Your hair por- has pores just like your skin has pores. So if your pores are full, it's going to be twice as hard to get everything out of those pores. You know, so when you shampoo and you cleanse your scalp, even right now, there's a lot of um, like scalp scrubs that are really great with like sea salt. If you have a clean scalp and clean hair, then your deep conditioner can actually penetrate those cuticles and be absorbed. And that's really what you want. That's key. Nice. Are there any like um, scalp scrubs that you recommend? Davinus has a sea salt scrub. Ooh, you put me onto Davinus. Such a good product line. It's my gem. If anybody needs that, just let me know. Um, we can get that mailed out to you. Amazing. But that with the castor oil as well. I mean, between those the oils and things like that, I do have a particular amount of inventory. So if people are inter- interested, just um, shoot me an email or a DM and we'll take it from there. We can try to Amazing. make sure people have the things that they need while they're home, even if it's like certain brushes or things like that. I definitely. Um... Yes. One thing that you taught me that I never knew was how much time I was wasting deep conditioning my hair overnight or just deep conditioning for six to 10 hours. I would put a shower cap on and just deep condition my hair for an entire day. I just kind of assumed that the longer you had a conditioner in, the better it was for your hair. And I remember you told me that you just don't need to do that. You don't need to do a deep conditioning mask for hours on end. It's actually a huge waste of time. Yeah. I mean, back to your hair being just like your skin, the follicle and the cuticle of the hair is just only so big. So, I mean, some people only feel like it was effective if they do 30 minutes and that's fine. If that makes you feel better, go for it. But once those cuticles are full, they're full. Like it's just a pore. So if you think, okay, say the size of the pore is a centimeter And then you're like, oh, I'm going to leave this deep conditioner in for six hours. It's like, well, once that centimeter is full with the product, it's full. It's it's not going to do anymore. You know, it's like you get a top coat put on your nails and it's like, okay, well, six more top coats isn't going to make it dry any faster. It's actually going to slow down the process. So it's more of just like moderation. If you want to do 15 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, cool. But your scalp needs to breathe. So doing deep conditioners overnight with a shower cap is really harming your scalp more than anything else, you know, that's, it's like creating like an incubator. It's moist, it's dark, like that's, you don't want any moisture in a dark space that's encapsulated 
on a living, breathing thing, that's your skill. Yeah, that was a huge eye opener for me. I like did not know that. Yeah, if it feels complicated, you're probably doing too much. What about you, Vic? Do you have any hair masks, hair treatments that you like during this time? Yeah, so I definitely do a scalp cleanse. There are three that I really like. The first one is Acton Acre. They have like a cold pressed ACV scalp cleanse. And you just kind of like put it on your scalp. It comes with like one of those bottles with like the nozzle. So you can kind of just get it right on your scalp. And then Mono's hair is a friend of mine, beauty influencer turned cosmetologist turned product, uh, I guess, owner or creator. And her line, she also has a scalp cleanser. And then also Pros. I don't know if you guys know what Pros is. Yeah, that's like that customized hair care brand. Yeah, Pros also has a scalp like cleanser. This is like a pre-shampoo like scalp thing that I do. So I'll, I'll use one of those three, just kind of depending on like what's easy for me to grab at the time. And then I deep condition once a week. I kind of will also use whatever conditioner is around. Right now I'm using Aveda CMOS conditioner. And I mix it with aloe vera and I just blend it in my like my little blender. And then I put that on my hair with a plastic cap. And I have this thing. It's like this cap that goes on top of your plastic cap that connects to your blow dryer. Oh, I've seen those and it like conducts heat. Yes. And it conducts heat. My stylist told me that, and this is something that I've seen even true, just like experimenting or trial and error with my own hair you know, when you add heat to your conditioner, it opens up the pores of your hair, I guess. And then that kind of allows it to penetrate the conditioner to penetrate even more. Um, So I do that for about 10 minutes. I may walk around the house and like do other things for like an additional 10 or 15 minutes. And then I rinse out and do whatever style I'm going to do. Nice. Yeah. Pretty simple. Easy peasy. Okay. Rapid fire. These are the things I want to know from you guys. Leave to the professionals or do it yourself. Here's the list facials, dermaplaning, extractions, waxing, doing your own nails, like painting your nails or doing a pedicure. Okay, go. Dermaplaning, I would say leave to professionals. Extractions, if you're going to do like a charcoal mask that pulls stuff out, I think that's cool. Waxing, once upon a time, I used to do that all at home. It's actually not overly difficult, but if you can't get your hands on the supplies, then that's going to be really hard. Nails. I'm trying. My toes are cute, but I miss my claws. That's what I. <laughs> you you always had fly nails. I miss them so bad. Like, oh, even to do like hair tutorials, I'm like, my nails aren't even fly. Ugh, <laughs> I, I definitely miss my my nail time. It's leave me the tips that I will be giving when I get to get my nails and toes done are probably going to be bigger than the service. <laughs> that's how much I miss them. Okay, Vic, you're up. I've already seen your dermaplaning video, so I already know what you're going to say for this one. But for all of the things that I put in the chat, what do you say? Do at home or leave to the pros? Let me preface this by saying, I just got money. Like I just, <laughs> 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 I've been a struggling freelance artist for like eight and a half years. And like the last year and a half, I like, oh, she got money. So before that, like, I am not paying anybody $150 to shave the hair off my face. (laughs) I'm going to do it myself. The same with like, you know, paying $300 for a facial or getting my nails done. Like, these are things that for most of my life I've been doing on my own. And so 
I just kind of reverted back to that. Like I use this tool from a company called Stacked Skincare to Dermaplane. My hair grows very fast everywhere. Hair grows fast, nails grow fast. I would not be able to survive. Like I would have a full on goatee if I did not dermaplane <laughs> or wax my lip and these chin hairs, like at least a couple times, like this is a cu- going on a couple months now. So for me, dermaplaning at home. Yes. Waxing at home. Yes. Um, not my bikini line like that at this point, it is what it is, but I do have these really great wax strips from a company called Flamingo. Oh yeah. They're good. Right. Aren't they good? You don't have to heat it up. You kind of just open up the wax strips. They have big ones for your body. They also have the little ones for your face. So I've been using those at home facials. Absolutely. Like you can just heat up a pot of water or like some hot water and put a towel over your face and kind of put your face close to the bowl so that the steam hits your skin and it's opening up your pores. Like there's so many things that you can do at home. Um, extractions. I haven't really done any extractions on my own. I don't recommend it. Like getting rid of acne or blackheads, it, it can leave scars. It can do so much damage to your skin if you don't really do it the right way. Um, so that I wouldn't do. Nails, manis and petties. I've been doing it at home. Like I, I actually really like doing my nails myself. How do you, are you right-handed? I am right-handed. How do you do your right, like right hands? Like I just, it just never, I can never get it right. So here's what I do. It takes me like hours to paint my nails because I need, I need a hand to do something. So like while, if I paint the right hand, I leave it for like an hour until it's fully dry. My left hand is not painted. That way I can like still scratch my head and like that's pick so things. Smart. <laughs> that's so smart. No, that's and a then, revelation. Yeah. And then after that one's dry, I do the next hand again so that I can like do things. I'm not paralyzed. But then that kind of also goes back to my point about the hair, right? Like who's going to see us right now? No one who's going to see my toes and judge them right now. And if they do, it's kind of like, fuck you. (laughs) Right. right. Um, So yeah, I'm here for doing it all yourself. Okay. Love it. What about you, Raisa? Facials are good to do at home. I mean, there's a lot of different brands now that you can buy like facial stuff that you can work with that are, that are easy. And I think that are effective, like drunken elephants, like, um, you know, face baby facial is a really good facial to do. And you can make at home facials and stuff like that that are really nice. I use the direction of the internet to help me a lot of times. And there's a lot of brands that you could do personal facials. Derma planning, I would skip that personally because I've never gotten it done. And I wouldn't suggest anyone to do it if they don't know how to do it. Maybe if you do and you're you're confident, you should try it. But it could be scary. Waxing, I did at one point try to wax myself at home when I was younger. And it was really hard and it was painful at the time. Not sure if I would do it now. Maybe I'll try now that I know about this flamingo thing. I just looked at it on my phone. But I'm usually the girl at the waxing shop. So I do miss it. But necessarily, I don't need it because I'm not having sex or I don't have a partner right now. And I'm not, you know, stressed about any of that type of thing. So I just let it grow. And if I need to cover my armpits, 
then I'll wear a shirt or, you know, whatever. I'm not stressed about that. And I don't grow leg hair. So that's one thing that I don't really have to worry about. Um, nails and mani petty. That is what I'm struggling with at the moment because I get my feet done and my nails done a lot. I'm the girl with the nails done a lot as well, like Alicia. And I'm just like, uh, I'm looking at my nails and all the gems are falling off. There's a big old space in my nails and I'm like looking at them. Three of my nails fell off. And I'm really looking forward to when I, I'm able to get my nails done again. I was going to sneak and get them done, but no, my nail lady has kids and I don't want to put her in any type of, you know, predicament or anything. So I think I'm going to take my nails off. I was looking at stuff to like take them off and then I'm going to possibly get press on my toes. Not so much. I'm still trying to get this one bit of um nail polish off one of my toes because I get gel and then I'll possibly get like a foot mask and do the whole thing. But I, I'm just going to leave them natural because I'm not going to, you know, stress myself. I used to give my auntie and granny and stuff pedicures when I was younger. So I know how to do it, but I'm not so much into doing things like that myself. So it's, it's a bit hard for the beauty girls, but I was thinking just like Alicia said, I can't have my nails if I do a video looking crazy. The other day I had to glue my nail on for that day's video just so it would just look proper. So it's a lot, it's a lot, but I'm working with it. Anything I have to do to keep myself sane is what I'm going to have to work on. I love that perspective. I love that perspective. Yeah, I think we all just have to get by with what we can. And I am with you guys. I think like a pedicure appointment, like people say, like, what's the first thing you're going to do when quarantine's over? Like, that's the number one thing I want more than anything. Just like a professional pedicure would be so nice right now. Vic, my next question is for you. So on your original episode, we talked about outfit planning a lot and also how you developed your sense of style over time. Now that we're all home, I feel like I've been like looking at my closet and being like, wow, I need to get rid of a lot of this stuff that I like never even wore. Have you thought at all about taking this time to like take better inventory of the clothes you have in your closet and think more about like your personal style and what you also really want to wear? I've also been looking at like club dresses and like things like that and being like, I can't even imagine putting these clothes on again. So I'm just wondering what this extra time could mean for people looking to like reassess their style or even like reorganize their closet or get rid of stuff. So like preface, if you haven't seen the previous episode or you don't know who I am before I was an influencer, I was a full-time wardrobe stylist. I did that for seven years. So fashion is kind of like my, my first love, my first baby and like helping people find their personal style and personal shopping are all things that I used to love and do full time. I still love them. Um, I think now is the perfect time to clean out your closet. Like what else are we doing? Um, I think just like taking a weekend to clean out your closet, you know, the things that don't fit, the things that have holes in them, the things that are stained, the things that you haven't worn in years. Um, I think now is the perfect time to kind of reassess do I need these? Do I love them? Am I ever actually going to wear these things again? And now I think is also the perfect time. Last time I was on the show, Brooke, I talked about um, how I used to tell my clients and how I do this myself to shoot, like put together outfits. And we have nothing but time right now. Even though we can't go outside, you can't wear your outside clothes. 
you can create a folder in your phone, like a photo folder in your phone called work outfits, wedding outfits, going out outfits, date night outfits. And when you're at home, try on all of those pieces that you love that you know, oh, I bought this dress to go on a date, put it with some shoes, put it with some earrings, put it with a bag and photograph it and save it in the date night folder. That way, when it is time to go out, you already have a plethora of outfits for all of these different occasions just waiting to be worn. I love that tip. It's so good. Such a good tip. So yeah, I think now is a perfect time to do that. And most of us don't know what the next few months are going to hold as far as finances. And so instead of spending money on new clothes, like, oh, I'm going to buy this dress because I'll be able to wear it in August you know, maybe save that money and try to find new ways to rewear an old dress that you have. And again, now's the perfect time because we aren't leaving the house. All such good advice. Okay, Raisa, now on to you. I have a two-part question for you. I want your personal opinion on the don't rush makeup challenges. I feel like you have a take and I'm dying to know what your take is. Also, are you going to do one? I think I watch like three Don't Rush challenges every single day and I'm dying to see your version of it. The second part of the question is just with all of this free time, how should we be thinking about our makeup and getting rid of stuff? I've had some mascaras for years. I've had some blushes for years and I feel like expiration dates on makeup are really unclear. Like I never know when I'm supposed to throw out my makeup. So how do we know when it's too old? Is this also, I know you're a big proponent of cleaning your makeup brushes. Is, is this also the time that we should be taking time to go through and clean all of our makeup brushes? Any products you recommend for that? I want all of the details and tips. The don't rush challenge. I feel like I'm kind of over it because so many people did it. And I'm just like, Ugh. the ones that I should have been a part of, I wasn't a part of. So I'm just like... Uh, I don't know who I would make them with. And I'm just like, uh, they're just whatever. I did like the um Savage one with uh Meg the Megan the Stallion Savage Challenge. I did it with my sister. We didn't really finish it. We were just doing it for fun. And I was just practicing picking up choreography because I got real stale with it. But I've been trying my best to like, you know, just play around a little bit. Maybe I'll do a little don't rush challenge with myself and I'll do different looks if I'm up for it. But I might have missed the mark for that, I think. No, we'd still love to see it. I know you would love to see it, Brooke. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I might think about it. But um, yes, with the makeup and everything, I'm about to, in the next few days, I'm going to look through my drawers and see things that I don't need that are old and things that, you know, expired. Mascara, by the way, lasts three to six months. After it has like a little smell, you should be throwing it out. Foundations could last anywhere from a year to a year and a half, two years. A lot of them, if we don't notice, I don't know if I said this in my in my last podcast with you, but in the bottom part of the box of any makeup that you get, there's a number and it will say like six months, 24 months. That is how long the product lasts when you open it. There's certain things that you can carry out and like, um, you know, just go a little longer with it. Obviously, lashes, glitter, loose pigments are 
They even are supposed to expire, but I, I do keep mine because it's like, if I'm using it one time, I've used it one time in the year, I'm not going to just throw it out because it, it expired. Those are things that you're pouring them out and things. So you're not digging in them. So they're not getting any type of bacteria and glitters as well. But like, um, certain eyeshadows and stuff. You could keep them for a while, but they kind of lose their color. So maybe you want to refresh that, your foundation, most importantly, because that has something to do with your skin. You should be paying attention to how long you had it. A year to two years is like maximum two years. Some of them are a year. Some of them vegan ones are like six to 12 months. So you have to really um, pay attention. Cream blushes are only a year to a year and a half. So we just have to like remember when we had them and just smell the products. If they smell high and like, um, they just have this like foul smell after a while, or you could smell the chemicals in them. If you start to smell that, then it's time to like just throw it away. So I say everyone go through their makeup kits, disinfect everything, wipe it down. I know it's hard to access like Lysol and like alcohol and certain things, Lysol wipes. Cause I, I was a buyer of like uh wet ones cause I will always have them in a kit, but now they're going for 44 to $50 a box. But I say, if you have anything that you can, that is not harmful to your makeup, whether it's alcohol, take a little alcohol, put it in a spray bottle with some water and just spray a tissue or a wipe or something and just wipe down your products. I think it's time people clean their brushes as well. I've been seeing a lot of people do makeup videos online and not all the time their brushes are clean. I think it's time people need to work on that as well. I have a bunch of brushes that I need to clean myself, but I'm not going to be using them dirty. I just have so many brushes that I can like just, you know, just move them out. Your beauty blenders, keep them clean. After a while, they do get taken mold. So it might be time to like throw them out and get some new ones. I always suggest that. But it's just all about just keeping a good hygiene on your makeup products because the bacteria on it can really affect you and affect your skin. You know, one thing you don't want to play in your face because your face is like the first thing people see. So, you know, just really keep your things clean and just make sure everything is like organized. And like maybe if people have extra money, buy makeup organizer or just little things. You can even buy quick, quick brush cleaner if you're not into that. I use one that I really like. It's like Wipeout Brush Cleaner. You could get it on Amazon. It's like um, really nice. It's like a sea salt brush cleaner. I, I talk about it a lot, but it's really, um, it's really good. And yeah, I just think people just need to like go through their makeup and just be realistic. I know some people don't care, but it is important to take care of your skin and your face. So much amazing information. I'm absolutely shooketh that mascara is three to six months. I have to do a really big inventory check tonight because um, I definitely have some old mascaras. Okay, final question for you all, and we can keep it brief, but I want it honest. What in these past few weeks where we're not seeing anyone else, so there's not that much external validation going on, when have you guys been feeling most beautiful lately? Well, anytime I put on my workout pants, I feel sensational. 
<laughs> I think I don't know why, but I just like feel, the spandexy ones. Yes, I feel I was yeah, in the gym four I get days a week before this happened, and now I'm not. So I don't know. Those workout pants just have me feeling like a whole new woman. That's fantastic. And when I find new recipes, and I it actually comes out really well. Like the food is incredible. It's you know it's the small rewards that really just make me feel incredible. Like I feel talented. I feel like I was able to follow directions and execute beautiful bubble bath makes me feel great. Those are, those are probably my top three. Love it. What about you, Vic? I think last time I said, I feel most beautiful when I wake up in the morning. I think that was, you did. Yes. You said first thing in the morning after the crust from your eyes was removed was your part. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I still, I, I hold true to that. Like this time I've really learned to appreciate myself for who I am. Like, I I mean, I I think that's always been the case, but like more so now because I haven't put on makeup in six weeks. I haven't like dressed up. I haven't the whole production that goes into making me an influencer and a style influencer, like all of that has kind of been stripped away. And it's just me and my natural element. There's no nail polish. There's no makeup. There's literally just me and my natural hair that needs it's ends clipped, you know, I'm not all dressed up. I'm not wearing heels. And I think there's something really beautiful about just getting back to who I am unabashedly. That's beautiful. I love that. And what about you, Raisa, to round us out? I feel like I feel the most beautiful when I get up and I look in the mirror. Something about that in the morning since I've been like working out and stuff, like seeing the progress, even though that doesn't make me beautiful or not if I like how my body looks it's just a feeling of like refreshment has really gotten to me in this way where I just like get up and I'm like yes like I feel all the workout working and all the you know just like eating the veggies and all the stuff and like really caring for myself on another level. Cause I didn't have time. I was like moving so much and I didn't realize that I wasn't able to be still in a long time. And when I'm still for a long time, it kind of stresses me, but this has been nice. Cause it's just like, wow, I get to appreciate my beauty and like how I look and how I feel to another level on that that makes me feel beautiful. Like having those moments with myself and just like doing that. So that's cute. And, and like Alicia said, those, those, uh, pants really do it. Like I'm fortunate enough to work with Nike and have them like send me a whole bunch of things and have a whole bunch of workout things. And Adam Selman sent me a bunch of workout stuff. So I'm always just sliding them on and just being so appreciative and just loving how they fit and hug the body. That feels good too. Love it. Okay. I'm definitely going to need to invest in some spandex uh, workout pants after this conversation. Thank you guys so, so much again for coming back on to Naked Beauty. It's been so great just to hear from you guys. Check in. I will link to all of your amazing profiles so people can stay in touch with you, get to know your work, and also your first episodes. People can go back and listen and go deep with each of you all. But thank you all so much. And I'm I'm glad that everyone seems to be doing pretty well given the circumstances. Thank you for having us. Thanks so much for having us, Brooke. Thank you for having us, Brooke. You're so welcome.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 